0: Episode 78, Jackie Spinks Considers Dentistry. Looking back can be a minefield. The good old days can make the present seem like paradise. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Dal Lowry. My guest this week is Jackie Spinks.
1: Now that I'm over the hill retired without much to do, I often think about the past with longing. Do you, too? If so, here's a few sobering words. For those of us hankering for the good old days, one word will do it. Toothaches. Remember them? Remember them good old days when we packed cavities with cloves under the mistaken old wife's notion Cloves would inhibit pain. It didn't. Oh, maybe for a few minutes from wishful thinking, but never a real end to the toothache. But teeth weren't on my mind that slow winter day when I came home from school. And while sitting around in the kitchen, folding and refolding paper hats, inquired, Mama, why did you marry Daddy? What a funny question. You know, I don't really know. I guess because I loved him. But to be honest, I think I fell in love with his teeth. He had the most beautiful teeth. In fact, I'd never seen a man with a more perfect smile than your daddy. When he grinned at me across that Grange Hall dance floor, it was like, oh, I don't know, magic. In that pre-orthodontic time, seldom did you see such a human excellence as Daddy's straight white teeth. His face, a broken-nosed boxer face, wasn't much to look at, but oh, those teeth. They say we love people who have something we lack, and that seemed to be the case here, because for all Mama's good looks, she had bad teeth, and not just crooked ones like maybe an overbite, but a crooked hodgepodge of silver fillings black stumps, and little half-moons of gold. When she smiled, which was seldom, as she was self-conscious about her teeth, she flashed a combination of white, black, yellow, and pink, with a couple of teeth missing at the side. Hers was a face as perfect as Greta Garbo's, with a smile that could be likened to a strip-mined, slash-and-burn, contaminated rainforest or a badly abused, cantankerous hobo who'd had half his stumps knocked out. And what teeth she had left hurt her constantly. She'd spit blood every day, and as she seldom ate, fearing she'd bite down on one of the searing, throbbing ones, she weighed less than a hundred pounds. She suffered agonies that would soften even the most hard-hearted. The only surcease from the unrelenting toothache was getting the tooth pulled, or rather tugged at, jerked around to loosen from the gums by someone who'd never attended any dental college and not even a slug of whiskey for Mama. And then when dental college became fashionable and Novocaine came in, came in, the dentist never really learned where to inject the stuff to hit the nerve. So after multiple hits and misses, with the novocaine needle you had intense pain during the extraction and felt nothing in your entire face for the rest of the day the practice of the dentistry until the 50s was akin to political torture with the latter by comparison seeming almost festive even the dentist often bitten by foaming mouth bloodied patients unless he was a masochist Had a hard time of it. Viewing his battered hands, he probably envisioned killing his patients. And probably on a lesser note, visualized extracting all their teeth and living them, gumming their food for the rest of their life. So who can blame him? If once he got that reluctant mouth open, he socked it to them. Sixty years ago, I crossed my own sticks when I had a molar pulled without Novocaine. I was tricked into it. Mama and the dentist promised it wouldn't hurt, so I opened my mouth. Now I ask you, who can you trust? Well I soon found out. It was my first lesson in cynicism. And so while I, we, yearn for those good old days, remember they weren't all that good.
0: Jackie Spinks has been my guest. This is Retirement Talk.